Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining me tonight for episode 19, season one of The Standoff with Brad here on New Zealand Sport Radio. I'm here live every Wednesday on Facebook throughout the season. Um, still no Sanj, unfortunately. Um, hopefully we'll see him back soon. Um, so it means I'm rolling solo again. Um, first week of the finals um, went kind of as expected, as I'll go into with my, my tips later on. Uh, but all four games are exciting to watch and the with a lot of the underdogs coming to play. So I'm going to look forward about talking about them tonight. Now, while we're here live on Facebook um, on Wednesday evenings at 8pm, you can also catch our show via podcast on iHeartRadio at your convenience. Just remember to search for New Zealand Sport Radio. As always, I'm going to cover everything you, you need to know in the week that was league, including my top stories of the week, a wrap-up of the first week of the finals, a preview of the second week, and news on rugby league from around the world, including the women's game. So tune in and let's get into it with the top stories. So first story I've got here is Wayne Bennett has been um, announced as the coach for Queensland at the State of Origin for the end of this year. Obviously with Kevin Walters taking the Broncos job, they've decided to pull him away. Uh, Last time Wayne Bennett coached Queensland was 17 years ago, and he's got a big job ahead of him with several key players for the Maroons um, out of the series with injury, um, including Michael Morgan, Valentine Holmes, Ethan Lowe, Kyle Felt, and David Feeder. Uh, Bennett was quoted this week as saying that he wouldn't come into the job if he didn't think he could win it. Um, breaking news not that long ago, he's named 17 players for his squad, including nine rookies. Um, I haven't got the full list here, but um, the two big rookies, I think for me, were AJ Brimson and Harry Grant. Think they played um, really well this year and deserve the call up. Uh, it's also the first time ever that Queensland's going to have more Titans in it than Broncos. There's only two Broncos in the squad and four Titans, so um, it's really showing how well the Titans have done this year. And um, good to see some of their players rewarded. On the other side of it, for New South Wales, Zach Lomax has um, made the New South Wales squad after an impressive year with the Dragons. I think it's well deserved. I think we've said many times throughout the season that um, Zach Lomax was kind of one of the only highlights for the uh, for the Dragons. So um, good to see him 
get a call up. Um, David Klemer and Wade Graham hadn't been named and looked to be on the outer, but Brad Fittler's keeping his options open and possibly will bring them in later. Um, he's just going to wait and see um, how his players go in the finals, I guess, and um, if someone else deserves their spot. Um, so, yeah, they'll be interesting to see what happens with State of Origin. At the moment, as a Queensland fan, it doesn't look good. Um, but hopefully Wayne Brennett can bring some of his magic. Um, On to the Warriors news. The Warriors have actually announced a major funding boost for Junior Rugby League on both sides of the Tasman as part of their drive to become the most supported sports organisation in Australasia in 2020. Um, They're doing a little campaign drive to try to get more members joining to the the Warriors and um, to finally get above all the Australian teams with their, I think they're looking to get over a hundred thousand. Um, I'm not hundred percent sure on what the tally is right now, but to do the, in this drive, what they've decided to do is launching a $10 warrior supporting offer for this month um, with $5 from each of those going towards um, a number of rugby league bodies um, in New Zealand, seven zones, as well as in Australia and the central coast, Redcliffe, Tamworth and Tenterfield. Um, to kind of help reduce the financial burden that COVID's had. So, um, yeah, I think it's a it's a good move, and I think they're, they're hitting at the right time where there's a lot of optimism around the club after what they've done in Australia, that hopefully a lot of um, Australians buy into that as well. Um, so, yeah, if you're interested, go check out the website and have a look. Um, also with the Warriors, they've confirmed that they're not going to re-sign Patrick Herbert, we mentioned that I discussed it a little bit um, last week when there was a, a viewer question about what I would do. I personally would have kept them on, but they've decided, no, they're going to move them on. And nothing's confirmed yet, but there's rumors that he might be going to the Gold Coast Titans. Um, I think he had a good season for the Warriors this year, and he'll be a great pickup for them if he gets it, um, gets the gig there. But um, fingers crossed he goes somewhere and um, keeps his NRL career going because I think he's still got a lot of potential in him. Filiami Kikau has been found guilty um, for a grade one dangerous throw in um, the Panthers match against the Roosters in the weekend and is going to miss the Panthers preliminary final um, against either the Eels or the Rabbitohs, depending on what happens this weekend. Uh, a big loss for the Panthers, but they've played well without him throughout the season, so they'll be able to cover. Um, but yeah, I'm sure it's devastating for him as well to miss that game. But um, yeah, it's only one week, thankfully. Um, Cameron Smith's also pleaded guilty for a dangerous throw charge, but um, due to his reasonably clean record, he's not going to miss a week. So um, that's good for the Storm um, with a potential injury to Cameron Munster. Um So that's really it for the um, suspensions for the, the game. So only really one player missing out. There was a few players, Jared Warrior Hargraves got a fine for his head high, but is not going to miss any game time for the Roosters. Um, Speaking of the Panthers, though, the Panthers have re-signed Charlie Staines until the end of 2023. He he didn't have a lot of um, opportunities, obviously, with such um, the Panthers going so well. But when he did, he he had some um, little blinders and showed that he's got a lot of talent. I know the Bulldogs were after him heavily. They really wanted to um, pick him up, but he's um, 
decided to to show some loyalty and um, stick with the Panthers. And to be honest, as a player, with everything Penrith's been doing and potentially where they're going to end up going, um, I don't know if I'd want to leave that club anyway. Um, so that's it really for the news that I had. Um, hopefully there'll be some more news um, for next week, but um, we'll just get straight into the, the finals week. So the first game of the finals was on Friday night. It was the Panthers defeating the Roosters 29-28. to This was my match of the weekend. I thought it was a fantastic game um, to kick off finals week. And um, despite the, the close scoreline, I think the Panthers dominated a lot of this match. Um, but I guess in a positive note for Panthers fans, it shows that um, when it gets to these, these nail-biting close games, they can actually finish it off. A lot of the season, they've won quite comfortably. And a lot of people were saying once you get into this, this high-pressure finals football, they don't have the experience. But um, going up against the Roosters team that have been there and done that, um, it's good to see them just, just stick it out and um, shows that they're still my pick to go all the way. Um, this, of course, meant that the Panthers' winning streaks extended again. It's now 16 in a row. Uh, Nathan Cleary, I thought, was the star of the show. He got a hat trick in the first half, and then, of course, he got a field goal in the last uh, in the dying stages of the game to make sure that the Roosters couldn't squeak home with the win. Um a lot of people haven't been talking about it, but I think his partner in the halves, Jerome Luai, has been just as great. Um, I think they're, they're really forming a good halves partnership. Obviously, it's it's well known that they partnered in younger grades, so they've got a lot of time together. And I think it's it's just a house pairing that's going to build for years to come and make the Panthers um, a consistent premiership threat. Uh, the Roosters, though, they did start the match and ended the match strong. Um, and almost got that win, but it's just that middle stage of the game where they allowed the Panthers to get into the match and then take it over. Um, there was at one point the Panthers scored 28 points in a row, um, which is just fantastic. It shows that once they get on a roll, they're very hard to beat. Uh, discipline hurt the Roosters. There was quite a few penalties where they just they just gave up silly position and... Um, it really hurt them in the end, and um, I think as as they get closer to the grand final, if they get that far, they're going to need to work on the discipline um, to give themselves a chance. Um, but yeah, the Panthers, they get a week to rest. I think some people are a bit nervous. Sometimes when a team that's on a bit of a roll um, gets that week off, they kind of fall off the wagon a little bit, so um, their fans will be hoping that it doesn't hurt the momentum, but the Roosters will be hungry now. Um, that's two losses in a row for them, and they won't want to make it three this week. The second game of the finals was on Saturday between the Raiders and the Sharks. The Raiders won this 32-20. to um, Sharks finish um, the season without defeating a top-eight side, but they did give Canberra a scare um, after having a strong first half. The Raiders looked a little bit off the pace until Jack Whiten stepped up. He stepped up, and he... He took over by scoring two tries in three minutes, including a quick tap um, that saw the Sharks napping. Sharks questioned the decision as Wade Graham was trying to challenge um, the penalty. But um, as Graham Ellerslie said in his press conference um, during the week, it was a ruck infringement, which you can't do a captain's challenge for. So it didn't mean um, it didn't mean to um, stop the game. And yeah. Thankfully, um, 
it wasn't a decision that was wrong. Otherwise, it could have been um, quite a headache for the NRL coming into the second week if it potentially had cost the team a chance in the finals. Um, I think after that try, though, the, the Sharks kind of fell away. They lost Blake Braley um, to an injury at halftime, and he was really instrumental to their first-half performance. So um, without him in that second half, they kind of lost a bit of direction. And I think if he was able to stay fit and they had Sean Johnson out there, I think the Sharks could have actually got this win and gone on. But um, it's a bit of what-if scenarios um, that fans always like to play in sport. Um, but for the Raiders, it's um, George Williams. It's his first year in the NRL after coming down from the UK, and he had another strong outing. Um, I know he had a lot of people coming into the season saying he wouldn't have what it takes, um, transitioning from Super League to, to the Raiders. But the Raiders have shown throughout the years that they can get these UK players into the NRL and get them performing well. And um, for them, I think, for this week, they're going to need to ensure to play 80 minutes. That first half was probably their worst first half this season. And, um, yeah, they need to play 80 minutes against um, the Roosters this week and what's going to be a tough match and probably the match of the week. But, yeah, for Sharks, uh, they just have to um, go back to the drawing board and try to come back stronger in 2021. The second match on Saturday night saw the Storm defeat the Eels 36-24. It was, again, uh, another game where the underdogs um, started the match strong, but the Storm just had too much class in the end. Ryan Pappenhausen um, was basically untouchable in this match. And he's got to be a shoe in for State of Origin at the end of the season. Um, right now, I'd be putting him right up there with the elite class of fullbacks in the NRL. Uh, Craig Bellamy was quoted after the match saying that if Ryan hadn't been in the team, they wouldn't have won. He scored two tries and had a hand in four others and um, has really just stepped up um, after being a player that the Storm potentially were looking at offloading um, not that long ago. Um there are some concerns for the Storm, though. Cameron Munster appeared to injure his right knee. Um, words out of the club is that he's going to be okay and um, should be back for the preliminary finals. So they're kind of lucky they've got that week off after getting the win to kind of rest the bodies and get them back to 100% because um, they need them out there. Cameron Munster and Ryan Pappenhausen really form a good unit. And um, I don't know if Ryan would look as sharp without Munster there. Uh, for the Eels, though, um, they've lost Mike Sivo for a suspected MCL injury. It looks like he's not going to be playing on anymore this year, so that's a shame for the Eels and for Sivo. This also means, though, that uh, former Warriors loan player George Jennings is moving into the wing. Um, I think the Eels would be very thankful that they decided to let him come to the Warriors so he actually got some games under his belt because I think it'd be an, it would be a horrible position for a player to come straight in after playing no games this year and go straight into the finals um, a bit underdone. So um, I like George Jennings. I think he was he was very good for the Warriors, and I hope he has a good game this week for the Eels. Um, the Eels, though, they did actually show a lot of fight in this match. Reed Mahoney caused plenty of headaches in the middle, and his combination with Clint Gutherson um, caused, created heaps of opportunities for the Eels. Um, and they're going to need a lot more of that this week when they face the Rabbitohs. Um, but yeah, the Storm just seemed to be playing at a different pace, a lot faster, and the way they're going, they could definitely be grand final bound. 
The last game of the finals saw the Rabbitohs defeat the, the Knights 46-20. This was the biggest blowout of the week, but the Knights did come to fight in the early stages. They were leading 14-0 at one point, and it looked like the Rabbitohs were going back to the team that we saw when they defeated got defeated by the Bulldogs. Um, but after that early scare, the Rabbitohs just clipped into gear, and they made winning look easy. Um, it's really the Rabbitohs' spine. They've got Damien Cook, Cody Walker, Adam Reynolds, and Corey Allen right now, and they just controlled the match. Um, Cody Walker's improved form in the, like, the past month um, has really been the difference on this side, and they need him to keep it up if they want to keep going. Um, the Rabbits, they just have scoring threats everywhere, and um, the key to beating the Rabbitohs really is to stop their forward pack, because at the moment their forward pack just keeps rolling on and allows Cody Walker to do what he does. And... Um, once they do that, they're hard to stop. In the past two matches, they've scored 106 points. I was reading that that's the first time in almost 100 years the Rabbitohs have been able to do that. Um, so it shows they're definitely dangerous with the ball in hand. And um, I think it's fair to say they've kind of been under the radar for most of the year. Um, and they could surprise people and go further than many people expect in this final series. There are some people coming out now even claiming that they'll go all the way to the grand final. Um with the way the draw is, I think that means they'll have to defeat Penrith. So I don't know if that will happen. But um, who knows with the way the Rabbitohs have been playing. Um, for the Knights, though, it was actually their first finals game in 2,563 days. And they'll be disappointed that um, their season finished one week into the finals. But looking at their squad, they have a good, um, a good squad for next year. Um, obviously... There's been a lot of news around the fact that all their, their hookers keep getting injured, so they'll have all their hookers back. And um, I think they're going to be definitely a bigger part in the final series next year. Um, so before we go on and look at the, the playoff race, I will ju I'll just quickly cover my, my picks. Um, it was fairly easy to pick. I, I basically picked all the favorites and I got them all right, so I'm four from four. Um, might be a bit more interesting this week with two tighter tighter matches but um if we just look at the our little thing there so yeah Cronulla and Newcastle are gone we've got um the Roosters and the Cairns and the Raiders playing this week and the Eels and the Rabbitohs playing the winners of those will go on to play Penrith and Melbourne so looking at that if I was to get my crystal ball out and try to pick the grand final I would say I would say potentially it's going to be Penrith Melbourne um, don't quote me on it. That's just how I feel right now with what I've seen. But yeah, I think Penrith Melbourne are probably going to be the grand final. But um, I guess we're going to know in a couple of weeks. So um, before I move on to, to these week's games, is there any questions, Paul? Uh, um, no, you've just gone with the two top seeds, haven't you? Basically. Yeah. With yeah. Number one, number two. I'm just going with um, going with how I do my, my picks. Going with how I do my picks. I'm picking the favourites. Um, picking the favourites, absolutely. But yeah, there there could be some surprises in there. Um, that's what football is, really. Um, we just got to see who the best team is on the day, and um, it could Where be completely different. You've already said, yeah, that South Sydney could be the surprise. Could could could, could surprise the Eels, um, but um, yeah, it's. The, the, the Raiders, yeah, probably not. Eh? I don't. So that that one looks a bit more, 
uh, a bit a bit less of a bit, bit bit easier to pick. I think that top one rather than the bottom game. Yeah, there definitely. So um so yeah no 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 real questions in the chat this evening. Um, all good. Okay. Well then, thank you for that, Paul. I'll go on to the the preview for um, this week's finals game. So obviously on Friday night we have the Roosters paying a dollar fifty against the Raiders paying two sixty five at the Sydney Cricket Ground in Sydney. Um, I don't see the Roosters losing three in a row, so I've gone with the Roosters. Um, it's unfortunate for the Raiders. I think they they showed some good spirit this year, but I think yeah the Roosters um, they they're going to be really strong this week because they're not going to go for three three losses in a row and then the last game for the week since there's only two is on sad day the eels paying 265 against the rabbitos paying a dollar 50 at Bankwest stadium in sydney um i've gone with the rabbitos here i think with what we've seen in the past two weeks with the rabbitos it's very hard to pick against them and um the eels losing sevo's a, a big blow and um I don't think we've seen that 80-minute performance from the Eels for a long time, and I think the Rabbitohs are just going to have that edge. So I'm um, just going over that again. My picks this week are the Roosters and the Rabbitohs. So um, we'll see if I can go for 100% again. That means we're going into... I right, There we go. We've got Simon, your picks. Raiders by four and Rabbitohs by eight. So we'll see if if you're right and I'm wrong with the the Raiders Roosters clash, and um, we can discuss that next week. Moving into um, overseas um, news with Super League, Saint Helens is still sitting at the top of the table, and I didn't get too much news out of Super League, um, unfortunately, but they have confirmed their next two rounds. So um, we've got on the 13th of October, which is a Tuesday. Hull KR are playing um, the Salford Red Devils. Hull FC are playing Huddersfield. And the Warrington Wolves are playing the Leeds Rhinos. Then on the 15th of October, which is the Thursday, we've got the Wigan Warriors versus the Catalan Dragons. St. Helens versus Wakefield Trinity. And then on the 22nd of October, we've got the Catalan Dragons versus Hull FC. Castleford Tigers versus Hull KR. Huddersfield Giants versus Wakefield Trinity. And then on the last one, the 23rd of October, which is a Friday, we've got the Wigan Warriors versus the Salford Red Devils and St. Helens versus the Lead Rhinos. So, yeah, while we've got the table up, we'll just have a look. So we've got St. Helens and Warrington Wolves, first and second, Wigan and the Kellen Dragons, third and fourth. To be honest, for whoever wins this, I believe it's going to be one of those four teams. As a Wigan fan, I'm a bit one-eyed. And I, I hope they get it done. But St. Helens have been looking really good and Kellen Dragons um have shown some great potential as well in the limited time they've got to play um as you see there with their only 11 games so um be interesting to see um who comes out of that with some good clashes in the, the next two rounds moving on to women's news we had the first week of the the women's nrl um this weekend with the roosters defeating the dragons 18 to 4 and the broncos defeating the warriors 28 to 14 I thought both games were great to watch and um, all four teams actually played some really good football. Um, right now, if you're going off what you saw in the first week, you'd have to say the Roosters and Broncos are looking set to be in the final. Uh, Broncos currently have only lost one game in their history. Um, that was to the, uh, the Warriors last year. But um, given what I saw when they played the Warriors in the weekend, they just looked to be at another level to everyone else. So they're probably a shoo-in to go and 
and win um, the title again. Um, for the Warriors, though, they had um, limited training. Um, they've only been together as a team for a fortnight, and most of this team haven't played together. Um, so they, with limited training, they, they don't really feel like a cohesive unit yet, but they show promise. Um, Seven-star Elia Green, who we talked about a few weeks ago about the coup of the Warriors landing her, she was a standout, I think, in her first outing in league. And I look forward to seeing her grow in her time with the club. I think a lot of people expected to see her being a strong runner with the ball, but she actually showed a lot of um, hard on defense and had some big hits in there. So um, I think that was a big talking point for a lot of the teams. Um, after this was all the sevens players that had come in due to the sevens, obviously not going on because of COVID. I think a lot of them stood up and were quite impressive. So it's good to see them come in keep the competition alive and play some exciting football this week though um, we've got the warriors against the roosters and the dragons against the broncos both games are being played at bank west stadium as um as curtain curtain raises for for the eels clash so um tune in and watch those games because they're actually really enjoyable to watch And then um, I'll go on to our local league. Um, we didn't cover it much last week, but there was a few comments about it. So um, the um, New Zealand's got their national men's premiership and their national women's premiership um, launched. There are only three rounds due to there only being four teams, but round one commenced in the weekend and saw Counties Manukau Stingrays defeat the Canary Bulls 42-18 to 18 in the men's competition. And the Akarana Falcons, which is Auckland, um, smash Waikato 70 to 6. So um, at the moment, it's um, from the Bombays up, seems to be um, the, the strong teams. And um, they're actually clashing in round two. So that should be an exciting encounter. Um, for for the women's premiership, uh, the, the Seagar, the Stingrays from Counties Manukau defeated Canterbury 66 to 0. And the Akarana Falcons defeated the Mid-Central Vipers 48-8. to And the Stingrays and the Falcons are clashing this week with Canterbury playing the Vipers. So um, for, for local local people in Auckland, um, both games are being played on Sad Day in Papakura. So if you're around, go check it out. Um, but should be some really good clashes with two really strong teams playing each other. Um and that's really it. If we got, unless we've got some more questions from from the people, Paul, before we go. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the premiership's promotion and relegation this year. Um, that's right. There's the the lower grade, which has um the Wellington Walkers, um, and a few other sides. We go. Paul's bringing it up. There we go. <laughs> that's not, that's the finals, Paul. Um, there we go. It still doesn't want to do it. So internet doesn't want to work. Website's not that great, is it? Um, the Yeah, I'm drawing a blank on what other teams there are. I know the Wellington Orcas are in there and a few other teams. So obviously the top side for that is going to come up. And the bottom side in the in the national premiership um, is going to go down. So um, could be good. I think some of those other teams 
will want to get up and um, play with some of the the top tier talent and um, get better. You only really get better by playing the best. So um, be good to see some of those guys come up. And my I would like it, and my preference to actually just extend it and have a lot more teams um, in there so they can have a bit more of a longer competition and um, just, yeah, get us some more local league to watch, which would be great. It's good. Um, Sky's actually playing these games on television now, um, which is great to see. So you can actually watch it on TV if you're not around to watch it live. Um, and there's actually some really good players in there. Um, I know um, the Falcons have a few former Warriors in there, but there's a few um, young talent that will obviously be trying to get into NRL positions um, in the near future. So it's good to be able to go in and see some some young talent. Um, so that's it, really. It's a bit of a short show, obviously, um, with less games to cover. Um, I'll... Um, I'll, I'll endeavour to try to get a bit more information on the Super League so we can um, have a bit more points to talk about. Um, but, yeah, thank you very much for tuning in tonight and joining me on New Zealand Sports Radio. We've got Paul jumping in. And don't forget uh, that uh, Stephen Harris will be bringing you your um, league news on the morning sports briefing at 7am. Um, That's in- right. We keep up with the scores and then, obviously, join us weekly at um, 8 p.m. on a Wednesday for your, your for your full hour or, 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 or 20 minutes, 20 minutes, or your, your, <laughs> your in-depth is what I meant to say, your in-depth um, league fix um, for the week. But so, yeah, get your scores every morning at 7 a.m. on the morning sports briefing. Cheers for that, Paul, and uh, thank you, everyone, and good night. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.